Welcome to this week's episode of Titan Talks. This week, we are joined by our Senior Vice President of Global Sales, Phil Whitley. Phil has been kind enough to fit us into his busy schedule to discuss some of our company's history. And as all of us are aware at Titan Brooks, we're approaching our 150th year in March 2023. So uh, thank you, Phil, for joining us today. I believe uh, today's podcast will definitely be one of our most popular episodes. Uh, well, thank, thank you, Jeremy, for uh, inviting me to, uh, to talk on this podcast. Uh, as you know, um, I, I tend to talk a lot, so I'll try to keep this to a, uh, to a, short, uh, a short session, uh, but <laughs> I'm excited to um, talk to you about our, our company history, 150 years in, um, in business is unheard of these days for uh, company, so I'm real excited that we're part of this. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, likewise, uh, myself, I'm I'm proud to be a part of it. Only 21 years here, but um, you know, definitely the 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 company, you know, itself to be around for that long. I don't know of any offhand that have been around for 150 years. So, you know, to that, uh, you know, the discussion today, I kind of first wanted to just share details of your start and progress with the company. And then, you know, secondly, to focus on our company's business uh, from the mid to late 70s into the 80s when our plastic business really took off and eventually obviously became a big part of the company's growth. And just so I start off right, I think I got this correct. It was approximately October-ish, 1977, when you started? Um, that's right, uh, uh, Jeremy. In fact, uh, just this past Monday, I celebrated 45 years uh, wow. at, at, e, at E.J. Brooks Company. Um, you know, obviously, I was in elementary school when I started, but um, uh, that you know, I've been here doing this uh, 45 years, and I think that that tells you I've had a little bit of fun while we're doing it. Absolutely. I was just thinking to myself, it's definitely interesting to take a look at the company and how it accelerated that time when you started. The growth was, you know, phenomenal. I was looking at numbers, and we were tracking it like. 25% growth each year and just growing at a, at a rapid pace. And of course, you know, we, we had a lot of new plastic seals that happened at that time, uh, the poly lock, obviously, and the grip lock coin bag and the pull tight two seal for, you know, fire extinguishers. But maybe you can talk a little bit about what the company was doing when you first started and sort of progress into that, because I know 77, 78 into the eighties, we really, really grew substantially. Uh, yes, um, you know, er, early on, I'm talking about, you know, uh, around 1970, the company was still uh, owned by the Brooks family and ran by the Brooks family. And the last uh, Brooks family member uh, passed away in the very early 1970s. Uh, and at that point, there was a, a chance that the company was going to be sold and the proceeds go to Princeton University, which was Mr. Brooks's uh, alma mater, but the employees at that time, you know, led by our, our old president, uh, Jack Rosner, they, you know, they told the courts, you know, the employees should have a first uh, right to acquire the company. So at that point in the, in the early uh, to mid seventies, we became an employee on company, own company. And that was um, you know, really what was responsible for the growth at that time, we were a very small company, maybe a million dollars in, in sales. And they were beginning in the mid 1970s to start to divide the country into sales territories. And so 
They had hired a guy in, in California. They had hired a guy in Chicago. And they had a guy that, that hired me 45 years ago. His name was Jack Kehoe uh, for the Southeast. So I came on board in one of the early, early territories that that were created at, at, at E.J. Brooks' company. And as you said earlier, um, you know, in that time, we were introducing a lot of new products. The industries that that we supplied back in that point in history were, I would I would say, money handlers, banks, and people like that, um, and uh, transportation type companies, trucking companies, and then we were obviously uh, really big in um, uh, seals for for the fire extinguisher and fire safety. Uh, business and we worked with uh, UL to get approval uh, back in 1977 on uh, seals for for fire extinguishers. And it's interesting that we today still service those same industries, but you know over the years we've added a lot more industries uh, into the uh, into um, our, our customer list. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just you know reading through the history. I was just fascinated at how many different industries, even today, that we still service, but just our reach and even globally. And you know, one thing that I noticed was that really in '77 and '78, and and I think you were right there apart with it. So I'll, I'll you know leave it with you. But the utilities business was something we never really until that time sort of got into or at least this you know in depth and i think you had a big part of it at the beginning yeah it's funny i, I started in october of 77 and uh two months later we learned that uh, ej brooks had acquired a company out of farmington hill hills michigan by the name of extreme industries and they made uh, different types of electric metering products adapters and and things like that for the electric utilities and ironically they were selling you know their product line to the same people within the electric utilities that ej brooks we were selling you know security seals and the utility portion of industry that portion of our business has always uh, been substantial and so back in the 70s uh, myself and others that came later for our sales team we handled utility companies uh, banks, you know, trucking companies. So in any given day, we would call on a utility company, a bank and a trucking company. We we, we did it all back in, in, at that time. And we started to grow uh, extra industries. And then a few years later, uh, we acquired uh, uh, another electric utility um, supplier by the name of Meter Devices, uh, which was ironically calling on the same people that we were calling on for um, uh, you know, for the Extrem and the EJ Brooks product lines, so our our sales teams sold all, all three products. Uh, and back in that time, the from a security seal standpoint, utilities used different types of metal uh, seals for sealing their electrometers. Plastic seals that are and acrylic seals that are in use today didn't exist uh, back at that time. And but the, at that time when we started introducing patents on plastic seals, and that really was the uh, you know the kickoff to our, to our growth. I still tell people uh, today that you know the EJ Brooks plastic padlock seal is the reason I'm sitting here today, Jeremy, talking to you about uh, our company. It was such a a big huge part of the growth and history of EJ Brooks company. But that that's uh, that's how it all got started. 
Yeah, it's 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 amazing when I go through all the different notes and information on, on the companies and how they contributed to the success and and just the development of the different products that we we created. You know, many still in use today. Obviously, we know we've had a lot of people duplicate our designs. That innovation that that we did in many industries was you know was exceptional. And maybe you can speak a bit about Zappa Plastics and then Transguard because I think that was Zappa was '83 and '85 was Transguard and you know even in '85 we had the EJ Brooks Industries in Canada and I think Brooks Toto came in around that time too in in Spain. We really started to expand even more internationally. Yeah, I would say the early to mid '80s was a really uh, a busy time at EJ Brooks Company. You know our our president, uh, Jack Rosner, um, took a real, real global approach to uh, to growing the business, and um, uh, we we made several acquisitions. But at the same time, we created a lot of licensing agreements around the world, where whereby we licensed our products to um, to companies in other parts of the world where they could produce our patented products under license and sell them in, in that part of the world. So, uh, and at the same time, we created a joint venture. So Zappa was actually an acquisition of a molding company. We, as plastics took off, we needed capacity, you know, plastic injection molded, molding capacity, and we acquired Zappa Plastics, uh, which was in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, nearby, you know, our, our facilities in New Jersey. Um, And although they did other products for other industries, they were a primary molder for us. And eventually we acquired the company and it became part of EJ Brooks company. And, you know, a very similar thing with Transguard, um, that was um, some people that had started a a company, little company called Bramble Incorporated to make, um, barrier type seals for rail industries and trucking. Um, and they were an early startup called Transguard. And we, we acquired that business in around mid eighties. Um, and that today is a facility that manufactures all our, our cable and, and bolt seals. But, you know, we, we set up, uh, businesses in Canada. Um, as well as uh, Europe, um, we, we created DJ um, Brooks uh, Limited in uh, near London uh, for the European uh, market, and th- those locations, for the most part, existed exist today um, and uh, are still producing product, you know, for uh, for security seal users around the world. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's amazing that time in the 80s just to just to see how we, we branched out and, you know, the different products that we introduced to the market in a lot of different industries. Is there maybe a few products that you wanted to share with us that you remember during that that time that, you know, sort of really, I guess, were innovative enough that revolutionized certain certain markets or industries that maybe we worked in, but maybe we created a product that changed everything for them? Sure. I think I think it all goes back, Jeremy, to to one word that I would use to describe, uh, you know, Jack Rosner's vision and, and the philosophy uh, and the marketing approach at EJ Brooks Company. And that word would be innovation. We were known as the not only as the premier high quality manufacturer of, of security seals 
and, and various locking devices, we were known to be the one to innovate and make changes. So a couple examples of that would be, you know, utility companies used to use a metal padlock on, on electric meters and we, but you couldn't do, you know, color coding with, with that metal padlock. You know, it was a galvanized color. Yep. And so we introduced the plastic padlock line, uh, which evolved into other products like the Enduro seal and Secure Pass 2 seal that we still sell to, to utilities today. Mm -hmm. um, also, back in the day when I first started, we sold a lot of lead coin and currency bag seals, uh, you know, to various uh, banks as well as Federal Reserve locations, because as well as armor car companies because coin and cash was was handled by armor cars and transported and you know they they consumed a lot of seals for coin bag for securing coin bags uh, and other types of containers within the banking industry so but lead was a problem and we we were very innovative in a, in a program called get the lead out and we introduced a product called a grip lock coin bag seal that worked with the same sealing tools that um, lead seals were, were closed and secured with, but it was a plastic and metal product that uh, contained no, you know, hazardous uh, materials. And um, and we changed the industry pretty much from lead seals to a coin bag seal. So that that product uh, uh, comes to mind. And then very similar to that, lead lead and wire seals were very important in fact the first two weeks that i started in this business 45 years ago i worked in the lead room in newark new jersey uh, wow. helping them make lead seals right but those also were very hazardous but that was some of the early earliest version of and form factors of, of security seals it was a lead and wire seal and so we introduced uh, back in the 80s the the roto seal and the toolless roto seal which were used to, you know, eliminate lead in, in, in those operations. So that's the type of innovation that that uh, E.J. Brooks company did with products. And, um, you know, the markets responded uh, very well to that. Each industry, um, you know, responded well to that. And they looked to E.J. Brooks company as if anybody's going to introduce, you know, a new product that will help us. Uh, it will be E.J. Brooks Company. We still enjoy, you know, we still enjoy that reputation uh, today. And, you know, I think the last thing I would say, Jeremy, is the thing I love about uh, our business, we make we make disposable uh, security seals. They're not reusable. Our, our product line has planned obsolescence built right into the product. So as long as we uh, you know, provide good quality product, uh, good service, and and adequate lead times to our customers. You know, our customers be become very sticky, and um, we don't see a lot of change. And we enjoy, you know, customers today that we have 30 and 40 year uh, uh, histories with. Uh, you, you don't see that uh, in a lot of industries these days. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I, I know we're definitely going to have to have another conversation as we kind of get into the new year. And maybe we can dig into the sort of next you know, few decades after that, especially once we get into the 2000s. I know there's going to be some you know, interesting discussions there. But, you know, 
thanks for taking some time with us today and you know sharing details about our company history and the innovation. And um, you know, we look forward to you know speaking in the the new year to give everybody another another episode before we celebrate in March. Um, well, Jeremy, thank you very much for the opportunity to uh, uh, talk to you today. Um, uh, I very much appreciate what you do for our, our our company also, and I look forward to uh, the next chapter in this discussion. Excellent. Thanks so much. And to all our listeners, you know, please stay tuned, like and share, follow our podcast. And of course, if you want to learn more about Titan Brooks, we're on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or visit us at www.titanbrooks.com.